Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well this morning. Steve Edge is here. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Where are you? Yeah. Well, I'm still in Gozo. Still, still in Gozo. Gozo. Yeah. I'm in a flat so, now, though. I've moved into an apartment. I'm at the hotel. So, at the hotel. Just, yeah, just right next to a swimming pool. So, you might hear somebody dive bombing in a minute. Oh, that's all right, isn't it? That's not Nothing bad. Nothing wrong with no. that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's no, nice I'm and, uh... Nice and warm here. 40 degrees it was yesterday. Oh, but Steve, they have what? the infrastructure. They have the infrastructure. No, but actually, no, but here's the thing, though. On the weather app, it said 40 degrees. I imagine they do that with like some sort of thermometer. And it said in brackets, feels like 44. Yeah, so where have they have that. they got to that conclusion? They've gone, right, let's update the app. Then, Dave, what's it got on the thermometer? 40. Right, I'll just put that in. Hang on. Feels hotter to me. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's, it's irrelevant what you think. We're just It's 40 degrees. Oh, I think it feels like 44. Yeah, we're not just doing put it on the app. Put it feels like 44. It's 40, mate. It says on the thermometer. Oh, I think it feels hotter. Where's that come from? It's, I know, it's a weird addition, isn't it, to the, to the weather yeah. situation? It's like, we're dealing with science... Or yeah. feelings. Or Dave's feelings. <laughs> you know, you Dave, you got a jumper on, Dave. <laughs> Still feels like 44. No, look, put 40, fine, in, in the yeah. big, in the big yeah. numbers, but just right, under... Agreed. It's 40. Okay, what? <laughs> but for me, I'm just saying <laughs> it feels like... It should, should, it should we do say. a separate weather app for you, Dave, that what you think it is? Because I'm just going on the thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> I like the one, I use dark sky. Use that oh, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That's a no, good yeah one. I have seen. Yeah, I like Weather Plus is my Weather choice. Weather Plus. Yeah, everyone has yeah. their own one, don't they? I like Dark Sky yeah. because they. And what's weird is sometimes they're bang on the money as well. They estimate when it's going to rain during the day as well. Oh, okay. So they don't just say it might rain today. They say half one, umbrella. Get your washing in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've got to say, sometimes they are bang on, but it's it's still a bit of guesswork in it. The old weather. Yeah, I mean it is, Weather but if you just had somebody looking out the window constantly and then just updated the app, you could, it could, it doesn't have to be guesswork, does it? No, but I think the infrastructure for that to work, Steve, would. Nah, one bloke in every so, country. Well, four country. country. I mean, yeah, I can four. literally put, I can put Bramall in my app, and it'd, it'd still be better. It'd still be better than <laughs> Dave and his feels like forty-four. Still be better than that if we got that put system 40, going. Lads. Surely, <laughs> put forty. Well, I'm telling you, I think it's going to rain. It's not going to rain today. I think it might. Dave, we can't put this. We can't keep putting stuff in brackets. (laughs) I feel it in my knees. (laughs) When my nose goes cold, it always snows. I've got cold nose. Mate, it's July. It's not going to snow. Just put it in the brackets. (laughs) This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Hey Steve, um, you know when you're, we've been away to Mallorca, right? Mm, yeah. A lovely, uh, lovely week in Mallorca. And I was walking down the, um, near the beach and that, and all those shops that are, that sell all the, all everything. Inflatables sell everything. and everything, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they sell a lot. What I want to know is, how on earth have they managed to strike a deal with not only the Premier League, but La Liga, Disney, uh, Serie A, Disney. Everybody, yeah. I mean, to get, that le- I mean the level of football mm-hmm. shirts on sale. And Steve, let me tell you, I've just bought yeah. the recent tops for for the girls back here back in Manchester. Um, they're expensive. You know, suddenly not only do they get every top. These, these are the mm. three things that amaze me about it. These shops in, in in Spain, not only have they got every single top you could wish for. 
they're half the price sometimes cheaper. Wow, that's right. Good. Also, yeah. they're official on, though. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Hello. What do you mean official? Of course. No, is it, they've got like a little thing on it saying official Premier League merchandise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, selfie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You're not yeah, allowed of course to sell No, I know you're not. That's what I'm saying. Without being official. But I tell you what's amazing. Some of them, Steve, have got mm. shirts that don't exist in the actual club shop. Oh, what like? I mean, there was a mad pink and grey one for Paris Saint-Germain that I've never seen. He used to have to buy it because he'd never seen that one in real life. Yeah, it was... It was mad. It was madness. But how have they got the rights to it? I think things are just cheaper abroad, aren't they? I mean, when I went on my honeymoon, I went to Bali. I bought hmm. about four Rolexes, and they were twenty quid each. And the guy was like, oh, "These are." He said, "These are genuine. These are originals." And I was like, "I think they're about like ten grand or something." But like, twenty quid. We're being you ripped know. off at home in the I UK. I think so. It's, what is it? The I mean, taxation or something? Something's gone on, isn't it? Government, yeah. cost of living crisis. I don't yeah. know what's going on, but, you know, it's it's madness. The, the price difference between yeah. what we're spending on the street, on the high street in, in, in the UK and what and, you yeah. can get from just a, a bloke on the beach in Bali. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, it's madness. But I suppose he's got no overheads. He just had a table and a bag <laughs> full of... That's what it'll be. You know, that's what it'll be. You know, it's the rent, then, isn't it? You know what I mean? A jewellery shop, you need proper glass yeah. and tempered glass in the window and all the alarms and stuff. I guess so. So yeah, maybe it's, it's just cheaper for him to sell them for 20 quid. Than, uh, maybe it makes sense, it doesn't it, if you think about it that way? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm not a businessman, Steve. but uh, No, I me neither. I'm, he definitely was, though, because uh, he said he was. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, I've got a pair of Ray, Ray-Bans. I say Ray-Bans. Roy-Bans. Um, Roy Bonds, they were Roy yeah. Bonds, but that's they're all right. Roy that's Bonds, a, yeah, they're good Roy Bonds. They're better than Ray Bonds, some of them. <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. So, yeah, we've done all right. We've done all right out of it. Queries from the Ash. Okay. okay. It's, um, I mean, it sounds a lot more mysterious than, than the sort of questions we do yeah, actually really. get. really, I mean. That makes it sound like... Supernatural, I've seen a yeah, ghost it does sound, thing. It does. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? But What's this is story? just, this is Pam. Yeah, um, yeah. Jason, Steve, can you help me out? My son turns okay. 18 next week and I don't have a clue what to get him. He loves football, music and, well, basically, just being a teenager. I know you're both dads with younger kids, but can you help? Oof. What 18. would you when you were 18? Um, 18. When I was 18, it'd be like a, you know, a computery type thing. That's, she's not know, give us any parameters, though. We don't, we don't know how rich yeah. or, like, Pam is. Yeah, you know I mean, we don't yeah. know what she's got in the in the bank, what she's willing to spend. But eighteen's a big birthday. What would you say is a, is the correct amount to spend on a, on somebody who's eighteen? Depends how much love them done it, really. I mean, because that's it what is it's really. On. Uh, well, of course, what, the more you spend, it, the more you love somebody. Yeah, yeah exactly. All that. That's that. We all know that. Yeah. So that. I don't know. It's a big one, isn't it? It's you know eighteen. I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Because of twenty twenty two, like if it was like nineteen twenty two. Um, you know, back in the day, you know, when you read these stories about like some dad who's taking his son to like a strip club or something because got him drunk and like dads used to do this. Yeah. Like the and in those days, it. you could still buy animals, couldn't you? You could buy like a snow leopard as a present, couldn't you? In those days. Yeah, you could actually, that couldn't was you? Allowed. Yeah. An owl. I mean, one of those roll up things that you get posters in, pop them yeah. at the bottom. <laughs> Um, yeah, you got, yeah, you don't do that anymore, do you? It's, I mean, in a way, it's probably that's progress, isn't it? I think it's more an American thing, isn't it? Like, you know, what I mean? yeah. Like, I would okay. say it's progress, yeah. And also, mm. I don't think Pam should be um, uh, 
should be doing buying that. a snow leopard. So no. Yeah, or, or or take it into a strip club. I think. I, no. Okay. So. <laughs> I th- hmm. I think so. Um, I think Ooh, you know. Tricky, isn't it? Tricky. Yeah. Unless she gets it like she's like gets him a monkey or something, but he's like, oh, like five hundred quid. You're like, no, no, just an actual. Yeah. It's actual monkey. That's a burden then. That could it? work. Yeah, you get older, so, and also, you'd, you'd, have, you'd like experience rather than a gift, wouldn't you? Like, I'm an holiday or, you know. Well, I've got to say, I, I'm definitely on that. And it's, it's funny with, like, my nana's 98 now. And we've not bought her anything for about 10 years. Because, obviously, you know, at that age as well, you think, well, what's the point? You know. Yeah. But then she's yeah. defied logic, well, you, you know, defied. Yeah. Come back if it comes with a guarantee and it says you can extend it for five years, you go, let's leave it as a normal guarantee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's, I mean, she doesn't even watch long series of things anymore. There's no, no point. There's no chance. No point. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, but so we do that. We, like you just said, we do experiences. We take her out. We do think, you know, we, we do things. And so then that I would, I would say that's the thing to do. But that's when you're older, uh, when you're 18. Oh you, yeah. You, you still want stuff, you, don't you? You want a night to um, remember, a night to forget, don't you? You want a bit of everything. But not with your mum, Pam. No, not with you. Not with Pam. With you, no. I don't no. think Pam should be giving him a night to remember or forget. Really. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky, isn't it? It's tricky. Eighteen. If he likes tough. music, get him. He's you know something amazing from his favourite band. If he likes football, get him like. What about tickets for a, a like or, yeah. you know like a, a festival? What about a festival? Yeah. So that's that's something. That tickets for a festival. Are they all? Are they still going? Are they gone now? Though have they, have they missed all? Oh, festivals. Yeah. There's loads, been, mate. Glastonbury was live a week. Oh, yes, I mean, they've gone there, though, haven't they? It's his birthday now. I mean, oh, I see, right, year. you mean, because it's, it's for next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, saying. there's probably ones in Europe, that'd be a laugh, wouldn't it? Go to, you know, Whoa, Barcelona, a big festival yes. over there or something. Yeah, I mean, what I did with my girls a little while back when uh, pre-lockdown was um, we went to see some of their favourite bands, but in different countries. That's a good so idea, it was a, it was a little double whammy, so we went to Rome to watch Take That. And so yeah, you get a nice couple of days in Rome, and you get to go and do the see the gig. And often, especially if they're British, they're not as famous over there, so you, you actually get closer. Okay, well to there the, you go uh, to the front. We've sorted that. So we? that's good. Go that's pretty go good. And watch, yeah, some, um, uh, yeah, Spice Girls in Japan or something. Like that. That's it. That's your, that's your Spice Girls in Japan. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad we could help. If you have a query, uh, a question, anything really, it could be a situation like this with uh, that Pam's struggling with. It could be matters of the heart. It could be a problem at work, um, a problem with a neighbour, a partner, literally anything. As you've heard, me and Steve are quite the experts mm-hmm. on these, mm-hmm. uh, these situations. Uh, you can email me, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Jason. Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Steve uh, living the dream, uh, working mm-hmm. hard in uh, Goza. Gozo. Gozo. Ah, gambled. Ghost, Ghostbusters one again. <laughs> I gambled again, I thought. I am. Just before I know, said it. Yeah. I got it wrong. Anyway, go on. What, how, how are you adapting well, to life over there? Well, here's what I've adapted to. And, you know, you know you're, a, you're a yoga guy and you're a gym guy and you're a camping on a hillside guy and all the guys that you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoga guy, gym guy. Yeah, yeah that's me. Yeah. What are you? Do you know what I am? As of as of as of last week, I'm a vest guy. I finally become a vest, a vest guy. guy. Yeah, I've had to become a vest guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, so what? 
Tell me more. What's what's the what's I've got like, a like, Rapsy Nesbit like no I've got a sort of black like vest. So I look like no like a I look, it's a black vest. So I look like a sort of like an evil Freddie Mercury. You know, like the bad version of it mm. or something. <laughs> right. And I just uh, you know that's what I use now. So go around town. First couple of days you're a bit self conscious, obviously, and then you spot other yeah. vest guys and you give them a little nod or you bib your own if you're in the car. Do they do that yeah. back? Yeah, yeah, some of them do. <laughs> <laughs> They've always got a slightly bemused look on their face. <laughs> sure. But so what? Sal's family were over here last week, and yeah. uh, her, her husband, Steve, and her two kids Steve, all yeah. had vests. Is he a vest guy? He's a vest guy. He's been a vest guy for years. He showed me a picture of him when he was 17. He's wearing a vest. He's been a vest wow. guy for years. Vest guys, really, they're really invested, if you well, will. He's a drummer, isn't he? Uh, so you need freedom of the arms and everything. So uh, you know, of maybe course, that's why he's, of he's been a vest so what, guy for so many years. What's, um, what's, what sparked this change? Well, just the constant the sweating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I saw a guy turned up in a vest, one right. of the other actors, and I sort of ridiculed him for about two weeks. Look Did at you? you coming to dinner in your vest. Who do you think right. you are? <laughs> wow. And then he left, and I went, I'm nicking that. I'm nicking that. that. Have you apologised? Uh, no, he's gone now. So. Oh, okay. No, so. <laughs> if he sees <laughs> you in a vest or something, he's going to be like, what? Well, a couple of people who was there when I was ridiculing him were like, Hang on, weren't you kicking off about vests the other week? And I was like, well, it was the other week, wasn't it? It's 40 degrees now. It feels like 44. So what was, what was your, um, what was you kicking off about? What was the, like, what was your, how you were taking a mickey just, out of it? Because it's, it wasn't a vest with anything on it. You know, like some people wear like basketball shirts or whatever. This was just a Marks and Spencer's white vest. And we went to quite right. a nice restaurant and he sat there in it. And oh, I was like, okay, oh, this yeah, is yeah. wrong, mate. But then, you know, I think I did that yesterday. So... It's amazing. It's all about growing, you know. We're, yeah. we're, we're well, a work in progress people, as you? a human, aren't we? That's what we are. We, we learn, we grow, we, um, Steve, we ridicule somebody, working... we make him cry, he leaves the country, <laughs> and then we nick his idea. That's life. That's it. That's being British. <laughs> it's a circle of life, isn't it? You're a work in progress and a work of art at the same time, Steve. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's what, so. I, that's what I think. That's what I think. No, do you know what? I can get on board with the vest thing. Um, mm. I, uh, try, I wore one... On occasion, because as you know, I'm a gym guy, um, yeah. and vest guys and gym guys, the, the oh, they go hand in hand. Venn diagram they, is very much uh, just a yeah. circle on top of a circle. He said, yeah, it's, it's just a total eclipse, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, so on occasion, I've, I've dared uh, to, to wear the vest, but I did, weirdly, I put one on last week, and my daughter mm. said, you're not leaving the house like that, Dad. Mm. Um, yeah, I and, think, I actually, and I did get changed. Well, I've had I've had a lot of comments on it, and mm. not all positive. Not all positive. I'll, I'll, I'll what's, the, what's the negative? Who said something negative? I don't know. I've literally just I've had to just you have to style it out. It's like if you've right. ever worn a hat. Like yeah, I wore a hat for a wedding once. You know, people aren't comfortable with blokes wearing hats. They mm. have to do a joke. Mm. Oh, hello, Mel and Kim's just turned up. Whatever. Right. Yeah. So you have to yeah. just go. I'm wearing a hat. Get used to it, guys. So I think I went into makeup yesterday morning. Here, guys, the best guys here. I've been <laughs> to you, Valletta. So you fronted it out like you really <laughs> I came straight. I think I had you a said song. It first. Best guys, yeah. But they had a little song and everything. Yeah, so um, you've right. got to. And and um, what are they saying? What well, was what your wife said? Because obviously that's who matters. Well, again, she was when she was here last week. They were they came over for a little holiday. We had a week off, and again, it was all for, oh here he is the vest guy, and it, you could take it one way, you could take it the other way. Yeah. I choose, I chose to take it. She likes this look. She's she's getting used to this. She's warming to this. My mother-in-law, the tone was a little bit more sarky. I thought, right. but all in all, no negatives. If you just take the words, not the tone. 
Oh, that yeah. looks nice. You know, <laughs> then it's fine, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Well, I, you know, I, 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 I'm happy to. I'm happy to support you, Steve. In the thank in, you, in thank this. you very much. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, on I'm this journey. I'm, I'd like to see you uh, post a picture, maybe of you and your best. Okay, um, maybe I'll do that. Yeah, maybe we can see that at some point this week, just just so we can also, all just have a good look. I, yeah. Also, when I came here, I've also bought a caftan. So I've got. Wow. <laughs> I know. I've got to be a vest guy for at least a week because I've told them all. They're like, when are you putting the caftan? And I was like, listen, I'm vest guy this week. Get used to this. I'm breaking you in gently. And then yeah. I'll come to make up in the full caftan. So it's exciting times here. I think you're growing as a person. I, I respect it. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Music it's interesting you talk about uh, your vest, Steve. Um, mm. Because I had gone a bit bare shoulders on this last holiday that I had in Mallorca, um, yeah. but as you know, Steve, I'm uh, I'm a more hirsute male than than mm. you. Mm. Um, I don't have the benefits of um, you like a lithe, smooth porcelain uh, doll, yeah. porcelain doll of a man. Yeah, um, my, I'm like um, you know, like like when Chewbacca's first. No, it's not bad as Chewbacca, but you no, know what I mean? What what have, maybe as a baby, what Chewbacca would look yeah, like as a baby. like a teenage Chewbacca. Yeah, there you go. Um, and, uh, and so I've always been a bit embarrassed, you know, sort of hairy shoulders and I've got a chest is fine. So I feel like that's supposed to yeah, be. It wouldn't look like you were wearing a vest, would it? It would look like you were wearing like a, a gilet made of hair. Yeah, it'd look like I'd have a gilet, but with furry, furry arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, it's not that bad. I, I don't want people at home. No, you said Chewbacca. No I know I did. I, I went too far. I went too. No, I'm not one of those. You know when I remember on a stag do once that there was a um, uh, years ago where um, we were we were abroad. I think we were in Benidorm. I think on Ibiza. Gosh, about twenty years ago, and there was one lad on that was so hairy that um, you know you like putting on each other's. Um, uh, Sun lotion. Oh, can you do me yeah. back? Can you do me back? And everyone was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And with him, you had to lie him on the floor and do it with your feet. <laughs> Nobody yeah. wanted to touch I mean, it. Not with the, I'm not touching that with my hands. No, not a chance. <laughs> so like after, you know, people get, after like three or four days, you just, you just come into the living room, you'd be lying on the floor. Jace, do me back, could you? You don't need to be ready. Yeah. You just do it and like, like do it with your foot. Like, uh, uh. Um, so mine's not that bad. Uh, it's, uh, but, um, I did. I went for a wax. Oh, did you? I went for a pre-holiday wax. What, what? What? All back and chest, or what did you? Just do? The, no, no. My chest is still like, no, just shoulders. Shoulders and, uh, and my back. Yeah. Um, I went the day before, and uh, oh man, <laughs> have you? Ever, well, you've got nothing to wax, but have you no, ever had anything no. waxed? No, no. I don't know how women do it, Steve. No, that's just. And I don't know how they do it down there. Oh no. Ooh, I mean no, this is no. my shoulders and my back, arguably the strongest part of your body. Yeah, and you've got sort of, you know, a bit of fat there and stuff to yeah. you know, away from nerves and stuff. I mean, how people are getting that done right in the centre of their special place. Yeah. Oof. That's, oof. No. Oof. You know, oof. Not for me, not for Jace. I don't really understand why you would go that far anyway, but um, yeah, so People I, I do I'm it s- must have a sort of sadistic streak because I, I just think mm. no one really enjoys it. So they spend sort of eight hours a day going, way, don't they? Who's it for as well? Wow. Well, is it for know. yourself? If it's for yourself, fine. Crack on, yeah. if you will. <laughs> yeah, crack, crack off. <laughs> crack off, yeah. Um, but, um, kid, isn't it? 
<laughs> Mr. Miyagi did teach him that. Yeah. Crack on. The crack one hand does the wax. Yeah. The, the wax on, wax off. <laughs> the art wax on. <laughs> crack on, crack off. Crack on, crack <laughs> on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've often thought that. I remember that. Remember when, um, the Vajazzle was quite the thing? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That was the thing, wasn't it? And, uh, and do you remember the other one where there was. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're having your breakfast here. Do you remember the, there was a time where you could change the colour of your bum? But, yeah, so I'm your shoulders. Uh, and but i got to tell you, Steve, it does give you a... Even though nobody can t- knows the difference on the outside, internally, you, there was a certain swagger. I had a different confidence about me. Yeah. Uh, walking well, around, so... Just all shoulders, walking with all just shoulders. Yeah, flat, yeah. Flailing around. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll join you. Maybe I'll be a vest guy. Maybe Think about being got... a vest guy. Yeah, but you have mm. to tan that top of the armpit, and now you've lost the hair as well. It'll be even paler underneath. So you've got. Yeah, to tan I must that say, it was, there was an element of that, and the first few days I had to really put on the sun lotion just to because you know, I thought suddenly there's a layer of hair that used to protect me from UV yeah. rays. Well, the makeup girl here said you look like Farmer Stan, and I was like, "Who's Farmer Stan?" And she meant Farmer's tan. I was just join the two words together. <laughs> That's your name now. That's it. Five weeks, Farmer Stan. Farmer Stan, yeah. <laughs> yes, Are you nice. making any other big decisions fashion-wise, Steve? Or is that well, I have also... Yeah, well, that's I've got to let that settle for a week, you know, just mm. so people get used to me being a vest guy and it's not so... Yeah, yeah, The tone isn't so derisory when they talk about my vests. <laughs> but I did... Um, last year, we, we... It was obviously a little lockdown when we filmed this and the two other girls in We used to have a little drink after filming and they had these big sort of wafty dresses. They pop on, you know, really light in this weather. Oh, nice, yeah. And I wanted something similar, so I bought a caftan for this year. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, but the, it's very colourful. I'm not sure I could wear it unless it was like Malta Pride or something. That, that's the only... I'm not sure if they, there is a Malta Pride, but it's, it's, it's colourful enough that I would get away uh, with it only in those Malta circumstances. Malta Pride. Yeah. Hey, Steve, Malta Pride is yeah. uh, the week of the 2nd of September. You're going to be there. That's the week we go to. That's the week we go. We go just until the September the eleventh. Safe time to fly. We Malta, um, Malta Pride March in Valletta is the tenth oh, of September. So, oh, well, it's quite hilly Valletta, so maybe it's a vest. It's a vest situation. I don't want to get sweating. <laughs> um, I think you'd be. I think you could down down very well. Uh, okay. Well, uh, the, well, it's uh, an opportunity. To, yeah, it's something to aim for as well. It's a date to aim for, isn't it? Because I want to. Yeah, and also you fly. You fly home the next day, don't you? On the eleventh. I fly back the eleventh. So, so if, anything if it all happens, goes wrong, yeah. What what happens at Malta Pride stays right, in Malta stays Pride. At Malta Pride, yeah. Valletta, yeah. It stays. I'll just get out. Yes. Well, maybe I wear the vest and the caftan. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not a bad so idea. Like an extra well, surprise. Well, Adem, not to not to, um, to have you as our expert, but you must have been to the old Pride on, on occasion. Our, our producer, Adem. I've been once. You've been once, okay. So I've been once. How's that happened? <laughs> I've, I've not been to Valletta Pride, to be fair. I know you've not been well, to Valletta Pride, but you're more, let's say, you're more qualified than me and Steve. Yeah. Would you say? Right, okay. Is Steve going to go in his vest to Pride or... Or the caftan. Vest or caftan. You could do both. Like a little reveal after. Oh, like you think, a, you like think un, I'm too dressed, boys? Exotic, yeah, unwrapping yeah. an exotic suite. <laughs> Please do that as well. Do you think I'm too dressed, boys? <laughs> I do do that. I can put, maybe I could get the, the costume girls to put Velcro on the side and I can just just take it off. The caftan. <laughs> yeah, you need some glitter on your face as well and then maybe when you take well, the caftan off, the funny it's thing, on your arm. This, this is the funny thing we've been filming the last couple of days. The makeup girl keeps going, you've got glitter on your face. Where's that come from? And I keep going, I don't know. 
but this glitter just keeps appearing on my face. So maybe I'm just, I'm glowing glitter. So maybe I think I'm, there's an I'm internal. Not, I'm set for, yeah. There's an internal you... glitter about you, Steve. Mm, there is, I glow I from the inside. Knowing you, Steve, is. though, um, you need, yeah. I know that you normally go shorts by the knees. Ne- and I, do you need? You need shorter for shorts. The... I'm not oh, talking hot yeah. pants, just just a bit shorter, though. Mm. Okay. Do I need Would to tan that area up, though? That what I need to tan that area then the 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 knee the thigh version of farmer's tan. What's that bit called? Has that got a name? Don't know. Get so some what gravy. you got brown? <laughs> so you got brown legs, but then <laughs> if you feel like it. no, I've, <laughs> yeah, because the short my shorts most of the shorts I wear go to the knee. So I would imagine right. my my thighs are paler than the bottom. You know my calves. Is that a problem, or is that was that no? More I right think then? I think you'll be fine, Steve. Steve, this is the LGBT community. They're the most yeah. accepting community yeah. of, it's all in the world. Isn't it? They're not going to go, oh my God, he's got... He's, why are his thighs so white? It disgusts me. Imagine they just stop the, stop the march and just start yeah. pointing to the exit. Yeah. No. Where's no. the P for pasty in LGBTQ+. There's no P, is there, for pasty? Get out. Malta Pride, Valletta, temp, uh, hashtag live your truth. Okay, the, that's the uh, hashtag I'll be using. I'll see you there. So that's you. Hashtag <laughs> vest guy. Keep an eye out for him on Multipride. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Sanford. Where real music matters. Steve, um, even though we've done this topic quite recently after my nine-hour journey to Margate, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. terrible journeys has come back up into my life. Oh, you are cursed, aren't you? Mate, honestly, I don't know what happened. So, I have, so one of my things, right, one of my little hobbies, um, I guess you could call it that, over the last sort of five or six years, is flying over to New York and seeing, like, somebody that I love do their thing, yeah. you know, somebody yeah. that I've, I've been a big fan of. It's not always gone well. No. Um, I certainly don't talk about Bill Cosby and Louis C.K., who, who we saw live, before they, yeah. before they were wrong uns, yeah, uh, yeah. before we found out they were wrong uns. Um, but Steve Martin and Martin Short went over to see that show. Most mm-hmm. recently, I've been desperate to get over to New York to see Billy Crystal in yeah, the Broad, I remember you Broadway this. musical. And I asked you, yeah. didn't I? I said, do you fancy coming yeah. and you were busy and all that? He's only doing it to the 4th of September. I had two days where I could mm-hmm. do it this week, uh, right. which was to fly out Monday morning from Manchester to JFK, stay over Monday night, Tuesday, go and see the show Tuesday night and fly back Wednesday night for a, to get back Thursday morning in Manchester. So that was my plan, yeah. Steve. That was my plan. Right. Good plan. Seems to all, all seems to make sense. Yeah. And uh, flying with Aer Lingus uh, from Manchester, mm-hmm. who um, yeah. I've got to say, even though this does go wrong, were, were, were great. And I would, I, would, I would fly with them again. Um, you play nice music when you land. I flew back and forth to Dublin recently quite a lot. And yeah, yeah. I like an Aer Lingus flight. Also, you know, a lot of the staff are Irish. Very difficult to get angry with Irish people. Yeah, yeah. They're so calm. They're just a calming... There's a calming presence about them, isn't there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, this is the story. And I'll try and keep it brief. Uh, okay. And keep it tight, okay. So, to get to America, if you've ever flown there, you will know you need an ESTA, right? Which is like a, like a visa, I guess. Like a travelling visa to get there. Mm. Now, I've just have a, I just have a rolling one just for... You know, every year, just update it, pay for it every year because at some point in that year, I'll probably be going to, to the States at some point. So I just have, I don't even think about it. My assistant sorts it out, it's all fine. What I didn't realize was um, until I got into the front when the woman said, You don't have an Esther. I was like, mm-hmm, what, what was that? Um, 
and uh, it was that it was associated with my old passport, and I've just recently got a new passport. Oh, dear. Yeah, okay. so I'm in the queue. She said, well, you can apply for one. I said, well, the flight's in two hours. Like, is that? Mm. So I waited for this thing. She said, sometimes it just takes 20 minutes to come through. And so I'm just stood next to the desk. Wait, just refreshing your phone. Refreshing, 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 right. I'm like, oh, God, this is a nightmare. Like, anyway, it comes through three minutes after the gate closes. Oh. Okay. So I've, I've missed my flight. Missed my flight. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely livid. So we'll be mate Dave, and uh, he's good. He's, he's a positive guy. He's like a, like a Duracell bunny, you know? He's like, right, look here. There's a flight to Dublin, and then from Dublin you can get to JFK. We're only, we've only lost two hours from our mm, yeah. initial... I thought, great, okay. So that's what we do. We get on the flight to uh, to Dublin. We've only got about an hour and a half in Dublin to, to make the crossover to get to JFK. And then that flight decides to become 40 minutes late and we miss the flight from <laughs> Dublin to JFK. Oh. Now, what bothered me at this point, Steve, is our bags, right? We've got to get our bags at Dublin Airport uh, off the plane. They were sp- they're going to head off straight to America. I'd specifically bought, like, Put my bag to go, right, well, I'll just have this as hand luggage. Only two days. What do I need a checked-in bag for? Exactly, yeah. But my mate Dave, right, I'm not blaming him, Steve, right? Mm. I'm not blaming him, but I am a little bit, right? He said I've got to check my bag because I've got, and I quote, a 500ml bottle of Old Spice aftershave. No one needs that much Old Spice? Full stop, let alone Old Spice. 500ml? That's a... That's, that's a lot. That's a it? lifetime supply. That's nearly a pint. <laughs> <laughs> of Old Spice. Who still has Old Spice? Perhaps he's had it for like 20 years. <laughs> I don't know what the reason is, but he was the reason that our bags are now in Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> oh, no. And they're just going through it going, who needs a 500 milliliters of Old Spice? <laughs> It's been a hell of a week. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So, part two. <laughs> we, we, have, we end up having a night in um, Dublin. But before that, there was a moment where we've, there's about eight or nine other people. We've ran to try and make the JFK flight. We don't make it. There's about eight or nine other people who are also trying to head to America who, also, who don't make it as well. So... About five of us, um, obviously kicking off a bit, upset, a bit annoyed and stuff like that, you know. Uh, but in the end, you go, what can you do? You, you know, they're not gonna, the flight's not going to come back. It's not, it can't reverse. So yeah, we no. just, we, we get on with it. And they were all waiting for our baggage to come out, which then doesn't because the, the thing stops. The, the belt, oh, the belt's broken. Mm. Oh, so it just stopped, our, our luggage is down there. So our bags were in. The woman said to us, I said, oh, is there any way of getting our bags? What, what should we do? She said, well, you can either wait here Mm. Uh, for it, and maybe it'll come back or come back tomorrow morning and hope that your bags uh, oh. have made it onto the plane. So it was like, what, wait, waiting or hoping was essentially the two options she gave me Yeah, uh, there. But it was a weird moment where we, she said to us, well, why don't you go and sort out your seats for, for the next flight, which is tomorrow morning, go and sort that out and then, then come back into the baggage area and, uh, and then hopefully by then we'll have sorted the belt and your bags will come okay. there. Now, I, I know you're a frequent flyer, uh, Steve, you'll know this. I sort of knew it, but she was so confident that I just believed her. That this was a thing, yeah. You can't get back into the baggage area once no, you've left. You can't. 
No, there's still well, actually out. signs everywhere going, once you've passed this point, yeah, you there's a big red line mention, on the floor. You've got your bags, you can't come back yet. But she said it so confidently, five of us all went, all right, fine. Sounds so great. we come back in, said to the security guard, he said, you can't come back in here. He said, there's a telephone over there. You've got to use that to ring the office in the baggage area and the woman will come out and take you in one at a time. So we find this phone and I can see the office. That's what's killing me. I'm on the phone and she's just pottering about, not picking it up. And somebody else says, I've been there, I've been here 40 minutes. I was like, this is a joke now. It's becoming a nightmare. She comes out, she says, right, I'll take, uh, I can take one of you at a time to go and find your bags. And there's like eight people. I said, right. I thought I became the dad of the situation because there's lots of youngsters going over to study. Yeah. Someone was go, some you know Mary. She was going to find herself. Uh, mm. um, the, there's a lad called Lloyd. He's going to study over in Boston. You know, we all we sort of became a bit pals. You know, for a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, I said, right, guys, give me all your names, describe your bags, and I will go and get them all in one oh, go. So we're not good. all going in each time. So that's what I did. I, I've still got my notes on my phone. Uh, so I went in, found everyone's bag. Some Irish fella come over. Hey, Jason, can I, get a, can I get a photo? He works there. I said, you can if you help me find these bags. So <laughs> me and him are looking for everybody's suitcases. I get them all, uh, I get on, the, the, um, the, on a little trolley and I come mm. out to a hero's welcome, Steve. Yeah. The cheer I got from our little group and uh, gave them all the luggage. They all went off. And it was sort of like, we, we all went, oh, that was something. They all we walked off, you know, like at the end of the breakfast club. Yeah, into the into the sunset together. Yeah, we saw all walked off. Night in night in uh, in uh, in Dublin, which was lovely, a lot, a lot of fun. Next morning, flew to JFK. Our luggage went missing on the way, and and it's in. I rang them today, and they've traced it, and it's in Chicago. So, oh. it's been a hell of a week. The journey of that old spice. It's been a hell of a week. But did I make it to Billy Crystal, Steve? Did you? Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So, part three, and the final part of this little story that I'm telling you of my travels this mm. week. Um, so, me and my mate Dave, Big Dave, six foot yeah. five, big, big rugby player lad. Smells We're, beautiful. Smells like your granddad used to smell in the 40s. Yeah. Um, we uh, arrive in New York. Our bags do not arrive. You know they give you those little tag, those stick-on tags to sort of mm. locate your bags if they ever get lost. You've never needed yeah. them if they've never no, been never, lost. Never, never. But they stick them to your boarding pass or to your passport or whatever. I've looked at mine. <laughs> mine say Haley Christian, and they That's do not say name. Jason Manford. And then they oh, say no. Dublin to ORD. I'm like, what's ORD? ORD is O'Hare Airport in uh, in Illinois. That's Chicago, Illinois. So I've like complained. I've sort of gone to the thing. I've said, "Look, my bags aren't here." The, I was shut down. They were like, "No, no, they'll be they'll be either in Dublin or here." I went, "No, no, they're in Chicago." They were like, "I was," they, but they looked at me like I was mental. They were like, "Not impossible." I was like, "Okay, well, I think they are because that's what this tag says." Blah yeah. blah blah. We go into um, into New York in the end with no luggage. We have to go shopping. By this point, it's five o'clock. You know, the show starts at half seven, so we're in there. We have to buy some clothes to to, to yeah. wear. Otherwise, I'm walking around in an iHeart New York. Sh- hoodie and the the slippers I stole from the yeah from the hotel um Dave who's like I said he's massive he can't find anything big enough in America oh, that's a mad thing isn't it in America that's a mate, you're not you're not you're not looking hard enough <laughs> this is the home of a pla- of big people yeah you you will find something you look for you look a med- you're a medium here so <laughs> 
anyway, I had to ditch him in the end because I got my clothes. I said, I'm going, mate, because I've come to see Billy Crystal. <laughs> so yeah, you can get your you, old spice. You go and sort yourself out. Um, ended up, had something quick to eat in this uh, brilliant restaurant in town, Ellen Stardust in the, in the town, something to eat there. And then he turns up eventually. He doesn't manage to get any food because he's too late. I said, right, let's get to this. Let's get to this show. Mm, and in my yeah. mind, I'm thinking to myself, I can just see it now. I sit down in my chair and a little announcement comes. Ladies and gentlemen, Billy Crystal has COVID. And yeah. what, you know what I mean? I was thinking. We'll be played by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you are kidding. Um, anyway, I get there. It's like 25, 20 past uh, seven. I think, oh, fine, get in, get a drink, get, me, get a programme, get a T-shirt. You know what I mean? I'll give it all that. And I come up to the theatre. There's no queue outside. Oh. I was like, okay. huh? What's, what's happened here? No, no, no. I went in and she said, the woman said, uh, through here, through here. And she's like ushering me over. I said, everything, what's going on? She said, you can go on after Billy's finished this song. The show started at seven, Steve. Oh. The show started at seven. I missed Who the first 25 minutes. Who starts a show at seven? Who starts a show at seven? I never looked. I never checked. You were there buying a T-shirt. Well, no cues here. It's great, isn't it? I'll have a drink. Why is there no cues? Oh, great. I wish that bloke would shut up singing. Can to enjoy <laughs> myself livid. here. Oh. So I spent 10 minutes livid, and then I thought, do you know what? I'm here. Billy Crystal's you on stage. It, yeah. I'm seven rows back, and, and it's just an honour and a privilege to be in his company. I'm basically watching Muhammad Ali fight. I'm seeing Pele score a goal. I'm seeing Billy Crystal being hilarious. That's in the same realm for me, right? Mm, yeah. And it was very fun. It was a great show. In the interval, the American guy sat next to me and went, hey, you come far? I said, do you ever come from? It's a long story, but we come from London. They're from Manchester. He said, oh, man, those first 15 minutes you missed. Incredible. I was like, why would you say that? Shut up. Why would you say that? <laughs> why would you say that? Why would you say that to somebody who's missed the first 15 minutes? <laughs> so snidey. Never but anyway, like it. <laughs> sorry, to dra- sorry to drag it out over three links there, but I just, you know, sometimes you just need to get a full story off your chest. Yeah, you got to get it off your chest. You can move on then. I can move on. I met a producer the next day, a Broadway guy about uh, about a project, and uh, this is just to add to insult to injury. He, I'm sat there, my Billy Crystal Mr. Saturday Night t shirt, because I bought it at the show because I had nothing to wear the next day. And I'm sat with this Broadway producer in a t shirt from a show, so I'm feeling a bit, a bit sado. And uh, he said, hey, you, you, you're over to see uh, Billy Crystal? I said, yeah. He went, let me introduce you tonight. Um, I, I, I know Billy. And I said, well, I'm going home tonight. And the meeting was supposed to be the day before. If I'd gone to my original meeting, I could have got to have met Billy Crystal. You could have gone. Can you do that first 15 minutes for us? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'd have met him and then he would have either, like, tested me on the first 15 yeah. minutes. What do you think of like, the first 15 minutes? Good opening, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, incredible! I've mean, never absolutely amazing. That incredible. joke for five minutes. Did that fall a bit flat to you? No, that's great. <laughs> I love that thing. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that was my week. Uh, Josh Kerno says I played at Glastonbury and took my wife and two-month-old son on the way back home to Cornwall. A load of the roads were closed and the weather was ridiculously hot. Turns out the aircon in my van was bust, so my wife and I, in standstill traffic, were frantically trying to cool down our sun. We took a mm. detour, courtesy of Google Maps, and drove around for an hour, only to find ourselves 10 minutes away from where we first started, only now oh, at the bad. back of the standstill traffic and with a baby car full oh. of doo-doo. Oh, Nine dear. hours it took us to get from Glastonbury to Cornwall. Oh. Sometimes a, a detour doesn't help, does it? No, 
I know. Throwing kids into the mix. I must say that even this week in trying to get to America, I thought, God, if I'd had my kids now, I'd have gone home. As soon as that Esther got denied, I'd have gone, right, guys, home. Yeah. I would not I was once on. driving somebody to, uh, she was heavily pregnant, to the hospital in Kingston. She thought she was going to have it. With a friend of uh, my wife's. And I was like, mm. I'll drive. And, I, and she was a bit scared. She didn't want to, she's from Bury St. Edmund. She didn't want to have it in, in London. And I was driving, and I was just Get me out of here. loads of road works. And I was like, oh, that's the old built. Just I was just talking nonsense, just to take a mind yeah, off yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There's that. There's the Alphas. That used to be a church. That's the thing that. And then I saw this diversion. I went, I'll just cut round this. I can go around this back bit. Did that. Went round the back. Came at the end of the queue. And <laughs> even because I'd been talking so much nonsense, pointing everything out, she knew. She was like, that's the Alphas she's pointing at. And I was like, oh, there's another Alphas. Oh, let's get to this hospital. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> Oh, the pressure, the absolute pressure. Uh, what about this from Moo Edwards? Uh, train from Bangkok to Surat Thani was given soup which looked like brain matter. Uh, had to pee in a hole in the train floor whilst gripping tightly onto the rail and then slept on a bunk with a strip light six inches from my face. <laughs> I wanted <laughs> I wanted to fly. Other half wanted an experience. I no, didn't speak to him for seven hours. <laughs> oh, no. I know. There is, you've got to... You've got to temper it, haven't you, when it comes to an experience and mm. getting somewhere, haven't you? Correct. Yeah, mate, I, I would say get there in as much luxury as you can afford and then have maybe have an experience. <laughs> and then have an experience. From, one, from A and to then, B. Yeah, pay for an experience. Yeah, yeah pay for sure. an experience. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Chatting journeys from hell this morning on Absolute Radio. Amy Keane says, I was in Dublin with some friends whilst at uni. Had a great time. Got to the airport and realised I'd booked flights a day late. Had to call my wonderful gran who lived around the corner so those of us who didn't have the right flights could kip on her floor for the night. Myself and three lads she'd never met. Absolute diamond. Oh, absolute diamond. <laughs> Bless her. Uh, Craig Sego says, on a plane to Madeira, a toddler knocked my cup of tea over and landed on my crotch. So I had a few hours of dampness around the, the groin, burnt too, mm. I bet as well, scalded. Mm. But too embarrassed to move in case the other passengers thought I'd peed myself. Then the yeah. same thing happened on the return flight home. This man is lucky. <laughs> this is a lucky guy. Yeah. Uh, what about Louise Inns here who says, uh, first holiday away with my new boyfriend's family. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, that is, that is. A lot of pressure, that. Uh, got the train from Liverpool to Ely, two-carriage-stopping uh, train. Uh, went for a wee just before our stop. Lock broke on the toilet door, so I couldn't get out. They had to break the glass to get the tools out. Used an axe and sledgehammer to battle in the door while I was in crouch position on top of the loo. Flying wood everywhere. Everyone on the train was watching. Guard announced, as you can see, only one toilet left for the rest of the journey. Everyone looking at me oh. like it was her fault. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't break it, yeah. Oh, that's man. Bad. That's not a way to meet people, is it, as well? Not, that's not how you Crouch meet down on a toilet floor with splinters in your air. That's not a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a hell of an introduction. But if that it does end up becoming your husband... Always have on, a story, wouldn't you? Yeah. What yeah. a story. What a story. That, I mean, even when I was going through my, my trip, uh, and, it was, and every hurdle was just like, oh, okay, fine. Oh, another thing. Oh, brilliant. You know, on the way back, my mate Dave got stopped like for extra security checks. Of course he did. Um, he had like big red S's all over his boarding passes. Security were like, and this is what the guy said. He went, he said, oh, what's going on? He said, extra security checks, sir. And he said, oh, right, what's that about? Said, Don't worry about it. We'll have fun. 
and then walked off and I was like, what's he doing with Dave? <laughs> yeah, like, we'll have, we'll have fun. fun. You'll have fun. <laughs> yeah, that's not what you want to hear from the guy about to have a little feeling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want fun. I've had enough fun. Thanks. Yeah, just want to get on my flight, please. <laughs> I just need that old spice back. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Steve's still filming out in Gozo. Um, I am. I am. And uh, found a new celebrity fan for us. I know. It's interesting, this, because uh, Paul Chuckle is in this thing I'm filming. He did it last Brilliant. year and he's, he's in it again. He said he said he listens every week. Him and his wife, too. To, to you. <laughs> to me. <laughs> to me. To you. He listens to me. <laughs> to you. <laughs> to me. <laughs> but isn't that nice? Lovely That's Paul lovely. Chuckle. He's just come third on Master's quarter finalist on MasterChef, I think, back home. Love Made that. Up Salmon Wellington or something. He's, he's, he's for me. <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> you love this. <laughs> you love that. That's <laughs> my favourite. I mean, they're the, they're the legends of our childhood. Yeah, absolute yeah, legends. I'm slightly well. older than you. But, but yeah, yeah, you are, I suppose. I yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but oh, that's brilliant. That. So we got so that's that. We got uh, Paul Chuckle, um, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay, yeah. Sitting out. That's it, I There's a cooking that, theme. They're both like cooking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, Peter Kay. Peter Kay has a listen every so often. He doesn't tell me he listens, but then every so often I'll be chatting to him and he'll mention something that we've talked about. I go, hang on a minute. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how I know that. Uh, so that's good. And uh, and I, tell you, I did meet another uh, long-time listener the other day, actually. It was um, Professor Lenny Funk. The, uh, oh, the shoulder yeah. expert, you know, prof. He's your prof shoulder funk. guy, isn't he? Yeah. He's the shoulder guy. He's he's, he's yeah. the he's the main shoulder guy. Um, I went back in, you know, because I had that tear in my rotator cuff last it's year. And I had about your shoulders this week, isn't that? <laughs> there is actually in there. Didn't hair, have that rotation. So rotate. So I had that thing because I had a tear in my rotator cuff and mm. uh, had that operation last year, and then that didn't work. So then I had this injection where they like take blood and then put the white blood cells back in. Mm-hmm. To try and fix the fix it. Uh, anyway, another scan that's not worked either. Oh, they're just making it up now. It's just not it's not worked. So then he's. I said, well, what what can I do here? So he said, well, you, everything's grown around it. So I've been as, as I've said, I'm a I'm a gym guy. Uh, mm, yeah. So he said, all the muscles around it are looking good. That's all right. Um, he said, but to be honest, most people just live with these things. Um, or you can have an operation, um, but it just it's a good twelve months of recovery. I said, oh, do you know what? I'll just live with it. That's the age you get. You just get to a point in your forties where you go, "That just hurts now." Yeah, things. That, yeah, that's the way that is now. That doesn't. That hangs that way, and I can't move that bit that way. It's fine. Yeah, isn't it? that's just the way. That's the way your body is. That's just it. I just avoid doing those those things. You know, what I mean? it's like that old Tommy Cooper joke, and it? oh, it hurts when I do this. Well, don't do that. That's yeah. actually true now. Yeah, I will just leave it. I just I just try not to sleep on that side. Uh, essentially, it. fixed that's, it. Fixed it. Fixed it, and if you come see me on tour, you'll notice I'm, I've been using a head mic, uh, and that's the reason, is because I can't hold a microphone. I know it sounds silly, but I, the, the rotator cuff is literally the thing, the muscle that I need <laughs> to, to be able to... And I know I could swap hands, as everyone keeps saying, that's but... That's just not comfortable, though, is it? Not used when you've that. done something for 20 years, you know what it's like. You, you just can't. Yeah. No, It'd be like no. doing anything different with your other hand, all of a sudden. Mm. Mm. Hit me with your best fact, fire away. That's right, it's time 
four. There we go. Hit me with your best facts. Wow. I thought I'll try and come in on the end of it, so save yeah. a bit of time. You can't. You can never. Come, you, can't. you can never guess it. It's always longer no. than you think. <laughs> Even though we say that every week, it still always could surprises us. <laughs> Thanks to our friends at Disney Plus, we've got a Jason Manford show mug to be won. If you can wow us with your amazing facts, all you've got to do is email me at Jason at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. What's the What's the premise of this, Steve? How can you win that mug? You've got to tell us a fact that's so good, but not all of the fact that we, but we tease us enough that we want to we want to Google it. So it's the we one that it, yeah. draws us to the Google most. Yeah, little tiny fact. And as an extra um, sort of thing that we like as well, is, is if we it's like sort of it topical, we can, yeah. if we can drop it in at the moment, if there's something about oh, sunshine or keeping cool in that we you know this as an animal that can drop yeah. its temperature by twenty degrees just by sneezing, anything like that. Yeah. We love that. We love a bit of that. Darren Fowler kicks us off in style. Oh, okay. Bovril was invented because of Napoleon II. This is special. Very good. Isn't and you it? know what he's done, Steve? What? Just that it? He's put, that's all he's written, but underneath yeah. it, He's put a link. Ah, uh, so he's, like, he's willing, yeah. It's all here. Yeah. Very clever. And I can see it says National Museum. Nationalmuseumpublication.co.za so mm. Hashtag The Bovril Story Oh, I'm interested Oh, in very nice Tempting that, Darren Tempting But I'm not going to do it good. just yet Shelley Grace Fun facts I learned on holiday The chandeliers in Istanbul's Blue Mosque Contain ostrich eggs In order to repel spiders And prevent cobwebs I think we've had that one before I've, I think we've had that before, we've, you know had, There was definitely another egg Egg in a in a church, wasn't it, last time? I think that might be the exact uh, fact that we've had before, but yeah, that's going to happen on occasion. Okay. These things okay. repeat themselves. Uh, Tom okay. Newman, the highest-ranking police officer in Philadelphia, is called Danielle Outlaw. I like it. I like Ooh, it. Oh, I like that. I want to. I do want to go. I love. I love when you meet people who've got names that are sort of associated Hi, with jobs. I'm Danielle Outlaw. That's good. Nice. Isn't it? That's good, isn't it? My, to aspire um, to. My osteopath, uh, stroke mm. personal trainer, uh, she's called Danielle Payne. Ooh, that's, that's a good so name, good. isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. Dan, she's an osteopath as well. Well, you so know, like, you know, you know, you know what you're elbow, for, right? Yeah, yeah, the elbow coming in the back. She's like, well, it says it on the door. Yeah, you can't do me for trade discrimination. I've, I, yeah. I, I, you saw this coming. You saw, it's literally called the Pain Clinic in Oxford. Good. Well, well fair Jeez, enough. That's good, that's good. Elaine... Uh, seaweed from Chinese restaurants isn't actually seaweed. Yeah. I think I knew that. I think I knew that. This is the problem, Steve, as well. We're, we're becoming a bit au fait with a lot of these Blase. things. Yeah. We know, <laughs> well, we know stuff, don't we? we yeah, we're stuff. sort of like, oh, I know that. I know that. I went to the aquarium the other day with my son in, in up in uh, near Valletta. Mm. And uh, there's a seahorse there, and I was just staring at him going, don't you <laughs> dare, not while my son's here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Just you do look it, at this dirty, dirty little thing. You're, you're a dirty little thing. Dirty. While I'm sat here with my, and my entire family's here, you know, don't do like the monkeys do when you go, when you go, when you go to Longleat. Don't get doing that. Don't get doing oh, stuff. Somebody posted it on Twitter the other day. I know, that's what reminded me. Did you watch yeah, it? Yeah, I did. I had, I had to watch it. You've drawn to watch it. You I think it's a different clip it. than the one we saw. Yeah. If you wonder what we're talking that, about. Yeah, seahorses. Uh, the male seahorse gives birth to the to the little seahorses and but how many well uh, 
<laughs> how many <laughs> is it? But it's not it's, that. It's the it's thrust in motion yeah. of a very, very alpha male seahorse <laughs> going, have your kids, have your kids. <laughs> There's another ten. Some more over there. <laughs> Go on, pick some names. <laughs> it's, it's the complete opposite of every other birth story in, yeah, in the animal nothing, kingdom. There's nothing miraculous about it. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. So if you fancy it, not at work, Google... Seahorse is giving birth. You're welcome. Uh, Paul says, because of your musical connections, Jace, did you know, despite how it may look, Dick Van Dyke was actually older than the actor who played his father in the film Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Oh, that's good. That's good. I actually did know that because obviously I was in yeah. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the musical. Uh, mm. And it was a constant uh, little joke that we did uh, on, oh, on was occasion. It? Uh, okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, so Lionel Jeffries uh, was, uh, was older. Right. Uh, okay. I think I think quite considerably as well, if I if I remember. Isn't that sim- similar good... in Forrest Gump? Isn't it like Sally Fields was like ten years older? That his one plays his mum was like ten. Right. Years yeah. Older. Like not sure. Yeah. I think she yeah. he was a good couple of years uh, older than old Dick Van Dyke. Um, Carl Ainscoff says uh, my fact of the week is that banana flavourings doesn't taste like real bananas, as it was based on a type of banana that is now extinct. Oh, that's good. That's, that's good, because I've always wondered what's going on with banana flavour so That's stuff. what bananas used to taste like. Like banana milkshakes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they don't taste... Because they don't taste like any banana I've ever had. No, it doesn't, does it? It's a really, no. it's a really sort of sweet, tonguey one, whereas a banana now is a bit tonguey. more in the nose, isn't it? No, the taste is on your tongue, rather. Whereas now, oh, a I banana, see. you feel it more in the sort of nose, don't you, a little bit? There's mm. a little bit... Yeah, no. I think you're eating them wrong. <laughs> you taking the you're skin off? <laughs> you putting it up your nose? I stopped doing that. <laughs> no, you know, like mustard, you taste it. You know, you, yeah, you I know you, you mean. Yeah, it. I know you mean. That's that's a mad one. That that's, that's and and uh, them. Our producer, you, you've checked these, haven't you? You've had a little look. BBC bite size, mate. As always, yeah, BBC as bite size. On there. BBC bite size. Yeah. See, a lot of people make the mistake of using Wikipedia, don't they? But but them. Very clever knows that that can be edited and, and yeah, fall into the wrong hands. On there. Yeah. Whereas BBC Bite Size is something you can trust because that's for yeah. children, you know. Mm, exactly. uh, Paul Paul Sitch, uh, that's a good name, isn't it? Sitch. Mm. Mm. I like that. He knows the Sitch. Theoretically, if an alien life form located 100 million light years away from Earth was to point an incredibly powerful telescope at our planet, they would see dinosaurs walking the Earth. Oh, because of the speed of light and sound and all that. Yeah. Mm. That I think that plays into our hands as well. Because if they're thinking, right, let's go. In, hey, let's let's uh, go on that planet yeah. there. Let's invade Whoa. them. Like, oh my God! Size my, of don't them. go over there, mate. They're massive. They're massive, man. <laughs> don't go anywhere near them. Yeah, I think we've done well there. But it's, just, that, the but it's good that that still stands. So, like in you know a thousand years time, two thousand, however long, you know, yeah. they'll put the telescope and it'll be like. The 1970s. And they were just oh, people yeah. walking around in flares. Yeah. And they go, yeah. That's a funny looking planet, isn't it? <laughs> um, Paul Dyer says it's a compulsory for all school children to learn how to unicycle in Japan. Schools must have unicycles available. This is to teach children balance skills. Unicycle? This cuts. Damn I mean, it. Have you had a bang I mean, on the head this week? I mean, they've seen the bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the bike it's got two wheels <laughs> yeah that's not that's um that that's crazy that's true but then oh, it's so must why be true it's been that? checked no, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but Steve, it's, why have I not seen a playground full of kids on unicycles? Yeah, but it's, I've said this before. Why have I never seen a photo of a man riding a zebra? It's weird. There's certain that's, things that's I don't true. understand. Yeah, that's true. And Adem, you've definitely checked these because I know sometimes you have lax weeks. That was on Japanese bite size, that one. Yeah, got it. On Japanese bite size. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's true. Um, okay, well, look, we've got, um, we've got some good ones there. Wow, um, let's have a little think about it and we'll pick a winner. Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. These are the ones that we've had. Uh, Bovril was invented because of Napoleon II. Shelley told us that the chandelier in Istanbul's Blue Mosque contains ostrich eggs. Uh, mm-hmm. The highest ranking police officer in Philadelphia is Danielle Outlaw. Chinese restaurants, they don't actually have seaweeds, not seaweed. Uh, Paul mm-hmm. told us uh, that uh, Dick Van Dyke's dad in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is actually younger than him. Carl Ainscoff, my fact of the week was that bananas, uh, the banana flavouring doesn't ex- uh, actually exist because it's based on a banana that is now extinct. Uh, Sitchi told us that alien life forms looking at our planet uh, 100 million light years away are actually looking at dinosaurs. And Paul Dyer told us that it was compulsory in Japan for children to ride unicycles. Steve, mm. eclectic, I'll give him that. Yeah, really is, isn't it? What are you thinking? What's the one that you're gonna, you know? I'm, I mean, I've got people upstairs now, um, yeah. in, in my house. Which is the one I'm gonna go up and tell them straight away? It's the, I mean, it's the two food good. ones for me. It's yeah. the banana or the bovril, because I, I don't. I can good. sort of see. I can sort of see there might be a link between, you know, Napoleon, like the army, and trying to get a, like a beefy drink or a paste or something. Mm. I can see that how that would happen. Yeah, banana one. I'm interested as well. Mm. I mean, the telescope one's good, but surely that applies in reverse. If we got a really powerful telescope and went, let's go to that empty planet there, we're looking yeah. at something millions of years ago as well. So. And it, yeah, you get that. It's full. Yeah, of course. Yeah, rammed. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> here. Shall we go? Mm, I think in terms of the portability and able to drop into, into a conversation, I think yeah. we should go Bovril. You think Bovril more than bananas are going to come up more yeah, because, in conversation? No, because people are going to say, yeah, yeah, because, no, because you can link it with any spread. He's what I mean, you can go you can gateway via, via your Marmites or anything. You know, Bovril, you know what I mean? Whereas the right. facts are almost all there. Well, with the banana, they go, all oh, right, what, what happened to the other banana? They go, oh, it just died out. What was the name of this sort of banana? It was um, it's Latin. Let me Google it. You know, you got, you're going to need more facts. You've got a bit of extra work, banana. yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, but, I mean, I'll leave it to you. It's Oof. one of those two for me. Come on. Mm, I don't know what people are thinking at home. What am I going to Google as soon as I get off here? Yeah, I think Bovril as well, actually. I think there's more... I think, I think you I want get to, to it easier in conversation. Yeah. yeah, okay. Darren Fowler, you, your little trick of including the link worked. Uh, did you know that Bovril was invented because of Napoleon II? <laughs> it really did work. And I'm going to click on this link here that he's given. Oh... Page not found. Good work. <laughs> Good work, Darren. Oh, well done. 404, Darren. page not found. Oh, Darren. Oh. oh, I applaud you. You absolute troll. Unbelievable. <laughs> right, well, you can still have a mug. I'll just Google it myself properly. <laughs> Jason. 
Matters. Right, I found the link now, Steve, for Bovril. Oh, for the Bovril. 1886, Bovril has been given us Brits the strength we need to go on. Mm. Uh, mm. We, we, love it, we love a bit of that. But way back in 1871, Napoleon yeah. ordered a million cans of beef for his hungry army. A Scot, John Lawson Johnston, rose to the challenge with his invention, Johnston's fluid beef. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fluid beef. That sounds I mean, it's yummy. It's not far off broth, not, though, is no, it? What you not really, no. today, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, this was renamed Bovril back in 1886, and so the beefy drink we know and love was born. Hang on a minute. So Napoleon asked for a million cans of beef mm. for his hungry army, and a Scot went, I'll do it. I'll do it. Is that- this is fluid beef. No, I, <laughs> fluid I want beef. beef. Fluid beef. Nah, mate. Nah, mate. Here's some fluid nah, beef for you. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. And we did actually have a question uh, as well, Steve. Uh, This comes through from Billy Wright. Uh, This is another thing you can do. You can always email me your your mad thoughts, your shower thoughts and questions. Uh, Mm. uh, He said, um, Jason, Steve, what if you could go back in time at least, let's say, 100,000 years to before famous archaeological discoveries? What message would you write on a wall to confuse them? (laughs) I mean... That's a question, isn't it? Imagine spending all that time and effort and money to go back and then think, right, I'm going to mess with some professors. I just, I just, I think I'd just write, who shot JR? Just something. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, like, get finding this. Huh? Who shot JR? I'd have to work again, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Still gonna... did it. Spoiler, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Hashtag. Um... Yeah, I probably yeah. Sometimes I put invest in Google just for a laugh. Just <laughs> yeah. invest in Google, but not doing that one hundred thousand years ago. I like that. You can throw them. Don't, at, at I'd, I'd put. I'd put. Don't look behind you. Just on a. <laughs> you've got into this <laughs> in the middle of this sort of catacomb, and you've got there. It's like no, we've yeah. been in here for millions of years. Don't look behind you. If you want to ask us absolutely anything, you can email me, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. I hope you have a lovely, lovely Sunday and a great week. We will be back uh, this time next week. Uh, and then the week after, I'm back out on tour. Uh, Cardiff sold out. Taunton and Isle of Wight. Where else am I? Pool. Oh, crap. I'm everywhere. You know what I'm like. I'm absolutely everywhere. So come and see us anyway. Tickets are available. JasonManford.com. Uh, Have a lovely Sunday. Steve, enjoy your, the sunshine this week. Hope it doesn't feel like 44 all week. Hope it cools feels down like a bit. Feels like 44. Yeah, feels like 44. But I've got like a vest, 44. so it doesn't matter. Exactly. You're a vest guy. <laughs> enjoy your Sunday, everybody. See you next week.